What's up? What is up, y'all? And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to some assembly. Some assembly. Some assembly required. Welcome to some assembly required. Let's chat. What is up, y'all? And welcome back to my floor, in my closet, in my bathroom, in my room on some assembly required. It is another wonderful Fighting Friday. It has been two weeks since we last chatted. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you're killing it out there and that all of our goals are coming into play. If you made resolutions that you're still on them, if you didn't make resolutions that you're just on the grind, I hope you guys are all absolutely crushing it out there. Since our last chat, I've gotten up to quite a few things that have been super cool. I popped over to a comedy night and a couple of Sundays ago, I got to see, um, I got to pop onto, excuse me, my homie's podcast uh, called Not Another Monday. Shout out. You can find them on Insta at Not Another Monday or Twitch at Not Another Monday Show. But we were on air just, you know, talking smack, talking about all kinds of things, you know, having a good time. One of the first things that came up was Dobby from Harry Potter. And if you guys don't know this, this is super critical for you to know about me. I'm absolutely obsessed with Harry Potter. And Dobby is a saint. So we all bonded over our love of Dobby. Uh, We talked about some like contemporary news pieces, you know, like the kind of stuff you see on like BuzzFeed or Daily Mail or whatever. It's just like man, crazy out-of-pocket things are happening in the world. And then ultimately, we talked about some assembly required. Like, why not, right? We had the opportunity. Let's put it out there. Let's chat a little. And my friend at Me on Insta mentioned this idea of people saying that they're going to take action on something or that they want to take action. They want to do this. They want to do that, right? Like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. How many times have you guys heard Somebody you know say that they're going to start a podcast or they're going to start a YouTube channel or they're going to start a business and then like it kind of goes nowhere. You know, you follow up, you ask about it and they're like, oh, I haven't gotten around to it or maybe they just dodge you. They don't even mention it like or it just disappears like we all pretend nothing happened, you know. And I'm like, what's driving that? What's the reason behind all of that? And it's fear. Like it's literal just they're scared fear of the unknown like survival instincts 101 if it ain't broke don't fix it let me elaborate on that so let's think back to hunter gatherer times okay when we're not focused on stocks and bonds and crypto and investments right the only concerns that we had then or some of the few concerns we had then were let's not get mauled by an animal let's make sure that we have food at night Let's make sure that we have water. Let's make sure that we're warm. You know, very basic instinctual needs. Like, we were drilled from the beginning of time. We were drilled into saying like, hey, I know that if I stay where my village is, that I'm pretty safe here. And when I start straying away from that, there are external factors that can take me out. Like, you know... Again, getting mauled by an animal, severe weather conditions, another tribe taking me out. Basically, since the beginning of time, 
our bodies have been primed to not want to change. To say like, hey, you don't need to go out there where you don't know what's going on out there because you could die. So every time you try to step outside of that boundary, what happens? You get scared because your body is eliciting a fear response so that you make sure that you know that you could die. Same thing would happen with food and water, right? Like if there was something they wanted to drink or eat, if they didn't eat or drink it before, you best believe that most of them were not trying them out because every time that happens, somebody died. So what do they do? They get a fear response. Every time they see something that they want to eat that's unknown, they they get this fear response and they're scared. And they're like, oh, you know what? Actually, I shouldn't do that. For some reason, I shouldn't do that. Super valuable. Moral of the story. Don't do it. And if you do, tears for fears. You're going to be scared. And that's a basic instinct. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The only problem is that the human mind overgeneralizes pretty much everything. That means that this anxiety and stress, the fear that we have before was due to something that it was a threat to our life, our existence, the evolution of the species, right? But now this fear response just results in me taking six years to start a podcast and takes you and everybody else in the world too freaking long to take advantage of the opportunities that we have like we have one life it's true we have one life and we should live it so how do you life hack the fear what do you do when that fear starts creeping in i feel like there are two approaches there's ironically a light side and a dark side and i don't necessarily mean star wars but If you want to draw in the fear element there, you know, those of you that are in that realm can draw your own conclusions, but I truly mean it. Like a light side and a dark side response to fear. If you're scared, if you're in a situation that you don't know uh, how it's going to turn out, you're not positive, you don't know if you're going to be safe, like you don't know if you're going to get the outcome that you want to get, do you look at it and you know, approach it lightheartedly, like, are you super airy? Are you, like, happy? Are you excited? Are you looking for opportunities? Are you wanting to be present? Or when you have this nervousness, this fear that's going on, are you, are you dark? Are you heavy? Are you sad? Are you looking for an opportunity to be angry or upset about something? Like, those are two very real options. And generally, we pick one, not necessarily on purpose, but start paying attention to when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, like this excitement, this nervousness to some kind of opportunity. Pay attention to, do you default on like, oh no, this isn't possible, this isn't for me, or do you start trash talking people because you get scared? Or are you like, oh my gosh, this is super great. Are you thankful? Are you excited to get that opportunity? Like, what is your response because those generalize to your outlook and you need a positive outlook every time that you approach one of these opportunities so that you can fuel yourself through it and then you're like okay you have this opportunity then what 
You've gotten past the fear. You have the opportunity. Now, how do I make sure that I get to the place where I want to be? And my response to that is that there are, again, two things that can happen when presented with an opportunity. The first is that you succeed. And the second is that you learn. And I'm sure a lot of you were thinking that I was going to say the second option would be that you fail. But my dude's failure is for scantrons and nicknames that my mom calls me when I fail to defrost the meat before she gets home after work. All right. Life is not a scantron. Super cliche sounding, but it's freaking truth, man. Not everything is either correct or incorrect in life. Like there's no A through E and that's all. The options for us are endless. There's no limit. It's limitless. The limit does not exist. Think about it from a different lens. When you have an infant trying to talk and they're baby babbling and you're you're like, that's so cute. And you're just so proud of them for even trying to speak and you have no doubt in the world that they're going to speak a word one day. They're going to have a first word. You just wonder what it is. I know it's not the case for everyone, but generally speaking, right, this is the trend. You don't doubt it if it's a typical baby. You're like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And then that's exactly what does happen. Why don't we pull that into present times? Even when you're a kid, like, you take on an endeavor if you don't quite, you know, like you try to learn a jump rope, you don't get it right the first time, you just try again because you didn't know how to jump rope like last week and your friends didn't know how to jump rope last week, but they do now. So you could too. Like there's no doubt. You just give it a shot. Why don't we bring that into the current times? An example of this would be receiving constructive criticism, right? You get an opportunity, you're scared, then you take action, you're lighthearted and then somebody's like "Mm, I don't know if I agree with your opinion or your course of action that is not a reflection of your work and it's very difficult to wrap your head around that but I'll give you an example in a second rather than this construction constructive criticism being a reflection of your poor work what it really is is just one way to potentially improve your work. What I mean by that is, say in this case, my work is my podcast. Um, This is the work that I want to do, my endeavor that I've conquered my fear for and now I'm still scared because I think I could potentially fail, right? But I'm like, no, 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 no. It's going to be cool because I'm going to learn something. All right. Let's see what happens. Somebody says, hey, like we're spitting back and forth. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to start a podcast. I really want to call it Some Assembly Required. And then they say back to me, oh, that all sounds really good. Except like, I think you should call it No Assembly Required. Like be a boss and be more aggressive. You should call it No Assembly Required. That is a piece of constructive criticism. It's valuable for somebody that might be interested in being a boss, right? Or it could not be interesting for me, right? I'm, I'm thinking more about my development, not that I don't have anything to develop. I know that I have a lot to develop. So for me, this works. Like, this is awesome. So that piece of criticism was just one way that could potentially reach a group of people. 
but it doesn't work for me. And that literally translates to you defining your own success. And when you're not succeeding, you're learning. So if I'm like, you know what, like I didn't quite get the response that I wanted with some assembly required, maybe they were right. Maybe it's no assembly required. Should I try no assembly required? Maybe the title's not the problem, to be perfectly honest at that point. But regardless, like you need to find those things for yourself and then push yourself. And when you don't quite get where you want to be, find the excitement again. What what could you have done better? Where can you improve? Like, Or what didn't you like? All of those things. You need to find the learning opportunities. You need to get curious and you need to stay energized. Don't forget about the consistency piece. But like, ultimately, this fear is an emotion that we can get past. It's not something that we're creating. It's happening. Our success, however, is something that we're creating. It's something that we're putting our energy to. And it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't change who you are. So go out there and Nike swoosh it. Just do it. Of course, I'm not talking about like crazy, crazy things. Like I'm not an evil person. You guys, when I say this kind of stuff, I mean like take on a positive endeavor. Okay, something productive, something good for society or yourself, whatever. Just try something new. And after you do, and then you bring your qualms to your Fighting Fridays and you talk about all that consistency, I want to hear about it. I want you guys to report it back to me. So DM me at Evelyn2Deep on Instagram. I hope you guys have a happy Fighting Friday. I hope you got something productive out of today. Get excited. Get pumped. Go do something that you want to do. Fear is a gimmick. You can conquer it. We'll chat soon.